Welcome to Vibrant Body and Abundant Life with Tanya Penny. Listen in and learn how to use new mind, body, and spirit wisdom and supportive tools to move beyond your fears, self-doubts, and limiting beliefs. Tanya is devoted to helping you heal pain, illness, and trauma so you can enjoy a healthy body and balanced lifestyle. You deserve to fully live your passionate, purposeful life with abundance and freedom. Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome to our Vibrant Body and Abundant Life podcast, an inspiring, empowering series where some of the world's cutting-edge mind, body, spirit, healers, coaches, and leaders are coming together to share with you their wisdom, their tools, so that you can move beyond your fears, your self-doubt, limiting beliefs, plus heal any pain, illness, or trauma that has been holding you back. So I am your host, Tanya Penny, Fiber Body and Abundant Life Catalyst and Coach, and I'm here because I am devoted to helping you have a healthy body, a peaceful mind, a balanced life, so that you can fully live your passionate, purposeful life with abundance and ultimate freedom. Oh, yeah. So, you guys, today I have Cindy of Feminine Mastery with me. Super excited to share her wisdom as we dive into our passions and purpose, fully living our passions and purpose. So I met Cindy, gosh, I think it was a couple of years ago um, when I spoke on her Feminine Mastery Summit, and we had a really awesome, fun interview, and when I was lining up my speakers for 2018, I thought, man, I hope that she she is in for being being on my team this year. So let me tell you a little bit about Cindy before we welcome her onto the show. So Cindy is the founder of Feminine Mastery creator of the Feminine Mastery Archetype System, and the celebrated author of True Calling, Awaken the Power of Your True Self. Feminine Mastery is a complete framework guiding a woman to fulfill her desires, dreams, and destiny while living a deeply fulfilling and prosperous life. Feminine Mastery is offered through private mentoring, retreats, online programs, Cindy's original Feminine Mastery archetypes unlock the untapped power and potential held within a woman's being, her ego, mind, body, spirit, and heart, which unleashes her feminine essence, wisdom, manifesting power, superpowers, and the path to living her true calling. So, wow. Welcome, Cindy. Thank you, Tanya. I'm so happy to be here. Yay! I am so happy to have you. Happy 2018. <laughs> yeah, same to you. Absolutely. Woo-woo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A lot of us, I think, um, as we talked about a little bit before we got started today, and I've been hearing from so many people, um, <laughs> really happy to be done with 2017. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. 
like, it was a big year of growth and uprooting. And I kept saying it was like one big Mercury retrograde, you know, things, you know, just all kinds of stuff happening and presenting itself. And, uh, yeah, it was a big, a big one for many people. But, um, as with this transformational work that you and I both do, those times prepare us and open us up for the, the good, the deeper experiences, the, the good things that are, are meant to come to us. Absolutely. I firmly believe that even though they can feel really shitty and challenging at the, <laughs> at the time, right? Like last year, I can't, like, I can't tell you how many, um, people call them bumps in the road or waves or dark nights of the soul. I kept thinking like, really another one? And, um, <laughs> but, but here we are. And I do believe that every challenge that we go through really is for a reason. And we just come out on the other side stronger. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, so here we are. Um, I think this is such an important topic for this time of year, especially you know, January and the new year, fully living our passions and purpose. People come into January and like me and you, we are excited. Most of us are really excited to begin the year anew. And, um, yeah, so for you, what is, I guess the first question I want to start with is what does living your passions and purpose, what does that look like in your life right now? Like what is it that you're passionate about? And, like, share with us what you feel like your purpose is moving into 2018. Yeah, that's passion oh gosh my passion is um i have a big passion for life right now for enjoying mm. you know the cup of coffee like my son is playing soccer so i get to be a soccer mom which won't last too much longer he's 14 um but just life you know beauty uh I live in a beautiful place i live in delmar california um the magic of being able to create you know, whatever I want, feeling free, you know, to live the life I want to live. Um, I recently went back to the gym, so I'm excited about, like, you know, my body coming alive and getting strong again in a new way. I've been been doing yoga before that. So I think my passion is um, other than feminine mastery for those women who I'm just meeting and who know me. I mean, feminine mastery, I live, breathe. (laughs) Like, I mean, Mm -hmm. it's just, it's who I am and so does my ultimate passion to support women, but my personal um, passion is just really embracing life and living that to the fullest and getting back to really the essences of why, you know, why do we work so hard? Why do we do all that we do? And, and it's really to be able to enjoy who we are, the people that our lives touch day to day, and really enjoy the beautiful life that, that we have to live. Hmm. And I think, you know, there's, there's something important that I feel is coming up to, to add on to. And that is so many of us, like me and you, we are like our part of our purpose, right? Our passion and our purpose are connected, right? Feminine mastery mm-hmm. for you, for me, it's, you know, it's my business and vibrant body and abundant life mastery. Um, this podcast is part of it. And I think for a lot of women, and I'm going to say men too, there might be some men listening to this, and I, and I hope there is, right? Because I, I think that we all have the feminine masculine within us that, that needs to be balanced. But what I want to talk about is even 
our, our career is part of our passion and definitely our purpose, how do we do that? So many of us struggle, right, having that overtake us. So we don't have enough, we don't make enough time to live our other passions, whether it's, like you said, moving your body, enjoying your son and other, lo- other loved ones in our lives. Um, you know, time to just slow down and enjoy the day, right, and all the other things we love to do. So many times we get overtaken by our purpose, mm-hmm. right, because we are so passionate about it. I mean, I love what I do. I would do it for free. Um, so what is your, I guess, what is your wisdom on that piece? Because I know a lot of people struggle with that. Yeah, absolutely. And that's one of the, um, it's one of the reasons why I truly love, you know, feminine mastery and, you know, the, the wisdom, the work, the archetypes, the everything that comes through me and that I'm able to, you know, experience myself and then share with women is that um, when we live in a world of, of doing and going and pushing and striving and which sometimes, you know, that's, that's the place we need to be. We need our masculine. We need to, you know, forage ahead or launch something new or power through a workout, you know, Um, but to truly be able to live in your feminine mastery allows you to call on all the different parts of you and cultivate your life in that sort of balance. So, for example, um, one of my archetypes is the butterfly, and that's the part of women that mostly gets shut down. It's our our sacral center, our sacral uh, chakra, our Mm -hmm. womb space, our juicy feminine pleasure and desire center, and you know, when we're conditioned to live in a world of in order to's or goals, um, we sort of like sometimes forego the pleasure that is possible in every moment or the, the pleasure that we can feel when we're launching something big and new um, or that, you know, I don't have time, right? That's a big one. I, I, I would <laughs> focus on my body, you know, in your world, Tanya, I would, you know, we tell the story about why we, you know, don't have love or we don't have the relationship we want or why, you know, we can't leave our jobs or transition out of them and pursue our passions. You know, all of that depletes the essence of your true nature, your true feminine nature, and that aliveness that would otherwise be within you. So the butterflies are really uh, all the archetypes and all the parts of a woman's being and men too. We all, <laughs> men, you have butterflies as well. Um, but you know, they do, they're, they're, you know, and men don't have as big of a problem with seeking pleasure as women do for some weird reason, but we're getting there. Um, but so. That is odd, isn't it? Why why is that? (laughs) Why do you think that is that women have trouble? Like, that sounds so bizarre, right? Why do women have trouble receiving, seeking and receiving pleasure and men, men wouldn't as much? Like, what is that about? Is it because it's selfish? Like, <laughs> well, what, what is the I belief mean, I, that we are holding? <laughs> yeah, I mean, primarily, you know, I mean, certain cultures instill guilt. You know, I mean, I was raised Catholic. Um, other, you know, my Me too. husband was, was <laughs> Jewish. I, I always said that it was guilt that brought us together. But, um, you know, I think guilt is mostly something women carry. You know, and that, you know, we say like guilty pleasures, right? Um, 
So, you know, I, I don't know the answer to that. But what I know for sure is that it's important to balance it because if, because I know also that if we kind of give in to that desire seeking part of ourselves without being firmly grounded in more of our chameleon, which is our root and our, the honeybee, which is our solar plexus, the, you know, those creator and doing parts of ourselves that um, the feminine can look really flaky, can look really um, ungrounded, can look, you know, like the goddess, you know, dancing through the grass, but then she can't, can't pay her bills. So, you know, it's, that's, again, why I love feminine mastery is because it allows us to be that goddess, you know, dancing and swirling and receiving pleasures and desires and shifting into being a powerful, you know, businesswoman, if that's what we choose, or powerfully living our purpose. We don't have to choose between the different parts of ourselves we really can't integrate them all together in a beautiful beautiful way yeah i love that and i feel like as you're talking i'm I'm get i keep getting like 2018 for a lot of us is going to be the year of integration right Mm -hmm. really really balancing and integrating these different aspects of ourselves i know for me you know i grew up seeing very much the you know, obviously in our culture, but just personally in my life, like my dad was one of those people who you don't rest and you don't play until all the work is done. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> when you own your own business, especially, is the work ever done? Right? Is the work? No, not really. And so that was one of the things I really had to, like, I really had to practice that when I opened my own business back in 2010, and I was a pusher even before then, right, overachiever. Um, that's just what I learned to do growing up. And so it's it's really been quite a journey for me. And um, I know probably for a lot of people listening, they struggle with that same thing, right, finding that that balance of the, the feminine, um, intuitive, following your heart, playing, right, playing and pleasure, and then also being able to move forward and, quote, unquote, do things, right, take those actions and get things done, be productive. So I think a lot of us, right, have past histories, <laughs> similar to mine perhaps, where that's what they learned, right, the, the, the masculine way yeah. of doing things. And well, that that's very shift. Yeah, and that's, that's very linear, which is, you know, more of the masculine and the big, um, a big aspect that's opening up for all women and all people to embrace is dimension, the dimension of who we are. And it's, it's, it's hard to even wrap your mind around because it, it goes in, it's everywhere. It's everything. It goes in every which direction. It's past, present and future. It's where our true power is. It's not in a sequence or a linear fashion, or, okay, now I'm going to, you know, work, and until my work's done, then I'm going to experience pleasure. But when you're fully embodied in your feminine being, there is, there's dimension, there's space, there's possibility, there's, you know, your senses are heightened, you can um, download fantastic, you know, intelligences, bodies of work that we're meant to bring through. This is really this is the world that I live in. When you asked me originally, you know, what my purpose is, it's this, this year, it's to really expand the understanding of what the feminine really is and what's possible for women and how to, um, 
become, like you say, fully integrated, fully embodied. And so that you don't have to, again, have those trade-offs and choices, but that you can get in touch with, you know, in a very short period of time with your ultimate calling, your, your destiny, your unique, you know, gifts, your superpowers, your, whether that's to create and manifest something you want in your life or for those women who truly do feel like they are being called forward to offer their gifts, to lead, to step forward and um, be more visible in the world, to forward a cause, whatever their calling happens to be, that, that they can do it in such a natural way. They can become the woman that they were born to be and experience the life that they were born to live without it being you know, such a struggle and having to work so hard and, you know, mm. accomplish all this or take care of your family first before you do that. That That is all in the old way, that that linear um, sequential way of coming forward. So the dimensional way is truly to be embodied and um, create and manifest your life. Hmm. Yeah, I love that. And that for women, I mean, and I see this, I want to say for men too, because men are really here actually to balance, balance that as, I mean, this, the planet as a whole is here to balance their masculine and feminine. And because it's been that, that masculine thing that's been running things. And as we have seen, obviously on the planet, that's not working so well. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, um, right. I mean, hello, look at the news. I try not to, but you know, it, it's there. Um, and with all the breakdowns and uh, the feminism stuff and the sexual, um, you know, all, all of that stuff going on, um, it's so interesting because I think it was a man, it could have been Brian Reese, last month we were speaking about um, love and masculine feminine on the podcast. And he said something interesting, and I, I, I want to put it out there for us to talk more about. He said, really, the way the world is to work, our lives are to work, is we're to follow we're to follow the feminine heart, the feminine guidance, right? The, the feminine is supposed to lead, and it's supposed to then, the masculine is then supposed to take orders or take action from the feminine heart, from the feminine guidance. So mm. I guess I just want to put that Brian. out there. Yeah, I know. I'm like, yes. you know him? Like, he's awesome. No, I'm I like, do. oh, my God. I've interviewed him. <laughs> yeah, oh, you interviewed. have? I didn't know that. Yeah, he's adorable, <laughs> and he's He's definitely a, a a a champion of the feminine, so he's he's amazing. Um, yeah, I mean that's that's definitely a possible way to look at it, uh, you know. And um, to me, a lot of confusion comes from trying to figure out the masculine and the feminine. Um, when in reality, when we let it all go and we come back to our essential nature, whether you're a man or a woman or who, whoever you are, um, that the essence of your being starts to integrate naturally and beautifully. And so, yeah, if we are to have a shift into a heart-led um, world or a you know, divinely guided world, a, um, you know, values, you could see how values might shift and change. Um, but I really stay away from like a right way of doing things. Like this is the way it's supposed to be. This is the right way to do it. It trips people up and it, it puts them in looking at what's wrong. 
And I personally believe that we are not going to change the world. We're not going to find that essential balance and that beautiful unfolding of a new world when we're reacting to the way it's not supposed to be or coming mm. up with the way it's supposed to be. It's, it's more of coming back to a purity and essence of the essence of creation and of essence of community, co-creation, collective, you know, consciousness, um, people, race, sex, whatever, masculine, feminine, you know, coming together to, to use the powers that we were all given as divine beings in this world. And so that's sort of where, you know, where I come from and where I teach is because I, what I see out there right now is chaos because everyone's trying to find that right way. And they're trying to blame and make people wrong and see, you know, I told you, you know, men were running amok in the world and now look at this. And, you know, (laughs) yes, terrible things have happened and are happening and will continue to happen. But if we become a part of those things through judgment versus stepping forward and leading with values and morals and new ways of coming together, that's the women are being called to lead and many of them are afraid of that. Yeah, I I would agree. I think, I mean, wasn't it Gandhi that said the world will be saved by the Western woman or something Something to that effect. Um, they, and I yeah, the Dalai Lama quoted The it. Dalai Lama. There you go. <laughs> I knew it was somebody, somebody important. Um, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I think that we are being, a lot of women are being called to step up and lead, and rightfully so, there's a lot of fear um, because in the past, when we tried to do that, we were shut down or worse, Right. Um, Yeah, and we need to know, we need to know a new way to lead. And that's to find, you know, back to your comment about Brian, to find your, your, um, your essence, your sweet spot, your truth, you know, how you were meant to come forward, how you're meant to lead, um, having the courage to do it in the way that you, you know, feels best that honors your soul, who you are and those around you. And, um, there is a lot of fear just to come out. Like I think of my first book, I said, it's like coming out in the girls locker room for the first time. You know, I remember being those adolescents and like, I have to take a shower, you know, in front of other girls. <laughs> Everyone's oh got to see my body. <laughs> I was personally petrified. Um, but when we start to reveal the depth of our soul and that power we have inside, it's, it is, it's, it can be scary. It's, like, it's foreign. It's like, who is this? What is, you know, what is this power? How do I use it? How do I lead with it? You know, when, when the whole world is doing it this other way, you know, and yeah. so that's what, what, where we provide this sacred space and this, you know, kind of holding space for feminine in, in our feminine mastery programs is that they drop in, they go back to their life and they integrate and they bring all of that beauty and essence and power forward, but then they can drop back in to this creative space where they're transforming, they're changing, they're, they're discovering who they are, they're calling their, their voice for truth, their, you know, what, how, what feels the best to them and the best way to lead. And, and again, yeah, how do I, you know, if everyone else is, you know, going crazy and they're not hearing me, how do I deal with that? Right. So there's a whole, uh, path. There's <laughs> right, a because whole women place. are so 
Because because we're so sensitive too. Most of us are are very sensitive or empathic. So yeah, not picking up everybody else's crap, <laughs> whether it's their emotions or the way they think we should do something, I think is is something that a lot of us are again overcoming. Um, and I think this year's just going to be really big for that. So how do you? Um, my next question: What are superpowers, and how do you? Like, how do you help people find their superpowers? And I know the archetypes are a part of that, so I'd love you to talk about that. Um, and how does that help people to, to find their, you know, your people to find their true calling, right? Because I think that's probably one of the biggest questions I get is, what is my purpose, right? What am I here to do? What is my calling? Um, so, yeah, I'd love to hear more about the superpowers, the archetypes, and how they help people to, to find their true calling. Yeah, so the... The archetypes are, um, they're so cool. I mean, they're amazing. Um, they're meant to not box you in, but to draw out different aspects of your being. So, um, for example, you know, the honeybee, the, the, the archetypes are the chameleon, the honeybee, the butterfly, the hummingbird, and the dragonfly. And awesome. Women, Can you tell us a little bit about each one? Yeah, so the the chameleon is, and each of us have each archetype because each archetype is associated okay. with a certain set of our powers and our superpowers. And so the chameleon is our root chakra, and that is our, it's the most masculine part of our being. It's it's our doer. It keeps us grounded. It has us balance or not, or not balance in my case, your checkbook, um, your uh you know, task-driven, um, achievement-oriented uh, chameleon. Women who lead with their chameleon are are very powerful. They're they believe in that hierarchy. They build organizations, businesses. They're lawyers, politicians. You know, they're they're the women that are really empowered in the world systems as they are now. Um, we've really needed those women, right, to carry us to this point mm-hmm. where women embodying a different kind of power can also step forward. And so the butterfly, which I'm going up the the root, the, the uh, chakra channel. So the butterfly is the next archetype, which is in your sacral chakra. So that's in between your hip bones. You know, if you just sort of follow up your spine, the chakra system, um, that is, you know, your feminine. It's transformation. It's um, passion, it's artistry. So a lot of the, the famous chameleon, excuse me, famous women who embody the archetypes in my book. So that would be, you know, your Madonna, your Cher, your, you know, Lady Gaga, you know, you're not just entertainers, but women who really embody transformation. A lot of women in the health field or, you know, the beauty field would be, you know, butterflies. But so that's your power to, you know, transform, receive pleasure, attract, magnetize, that sort of thing. And then your honeybee is your solar plexus. So that is your, uh, that's where you hold your vibration. So your personal will is where you also hold a lot of your resistance to your power. Um, it's your power to create, manifest, shift your mindset, uh, use your super conscious mind versus your, your doing thinking mind. Um, so honeybees are like Oprah would be a famous honeybee. They build community. They're very globally thinking. They're, um, they forward the world, but outside of the world systems. 
Okay, so they're innovators. They're a lot of philanthropists are honeybees. And so mm-hmm. then there's the uh, hummingbird, which I just sent out an email saying this is the year of the hummingbird, meaning I think it's our that's year mine. To, yeah, I think it, I think it is. I'm remembering back. You just you just yeah. came alive, so probably. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, so I think that's me. I just said the word. So um, it's your heart, right? It's the the miraculous. It's the deepest part of your being. It's your courage. It's uh, the part of you that can make life into an epic adventure. It's you know hummingbirds live. It's outside of the box, and they're here to wake us up, uplift us, right? They're all about humanity and um, compassion and heart connection. And then um, this is all a part, we have all of these parts within us. And then the dragonfly is your your soul, your spirit. So that's your your crown chakra and above, or excuse me, your third eye chakra and your crown chakra. The hummingbird, uh, by the way, is your throat chakra and your heart chakra. And so the dragonfly is your spirit. It's where we open our channel to the divine where we receive our soul guidance um where we know you know what our true calling is what our destiny path is um and then uh dragonflies are often uh healers teachers guides that sort of thing so those are the archetypes and then so the superpowers um you know, what I love about the archetypes is it can have a woman discover powers within herself she didn't know she had. So, for example, if we don't identify with ourselves as a chameleon, we might resist uh, business marketing. Like I said, you know, I don't like to bounce my checkbook. I'm not. I'm probably the least chameleon in me, although I'm very driven. Um, hmm. But we, we might say, oh, I can't be in business. Or, oh, I could never uh, succeed. You know, I could never accomplish that goal because we're not really uh, connected to our chameleon, which we all have the power to do all of those things. We just need to connect and open up those powers within ourselves. So the archetypes play a role in opening up access to powers you didn't even know you had, and you can cultivate those in any way you choose. So that's sort of a general sort of way to become empowered, working with all the So, arts. cool. So I just have a question. So even though we embody or have all of them, mm-hmm. I know that I took a test, right? Um, I think that was a year or two ago when I did your, when I did your online um, summit. And I, I think it was, I think it was the hummingbird. It was the hummingbird or the dragonfly. I remember that. <clears throat> so how do you get what does it mean when you have, like, one that really stands out? Like the one that, you know, I guess we filled out our questionnaire and it, and it told us which one we had the most of? Is, is, that, is that an yeah, accurate it's way? The one, to... It's the one where whenever you take the quiz, it would be the one that you resonate the most with. So the essences of each of the archetypes are in the quiz. And so it can be your lead archetype your mentor archetype that is definitely can help you realize your calling and successfully and prosperously live it so some people mm. are butterflies and they're trying to achieve like a chameleon would achieve and they're not successful right oh, or so does it some, point you so is it pointing you to your superpowers your specific superpowers then is that is that what um yeah and the way that you're meant to 
express yourself the way that you're meant to bring your business or your mastery forward. So, for example, when I first discovered the archetypes, I was high in dragonfly land. I mean, I like the dragonfly, the physical dragonfly was actually what led me to the divine feminine, you know, through sort of a portal um, of nature, you know, and, and elemental mm-hmm. powers of nature, you know, connected me with the divine feminine through these dragonflies. And so the dragonfly, when you see a dragonfly and you sort of be with it, you will access that other divine realm. So when I created my first expression, it wasn't called Feminine Mastery back then, but it was more based on truth and finding, you know, finding your truth and true self-expression, which still is woven into Feminine Mastery. But it wasn't successful because that wasn't my mentor archetype. It was sort of, it would take off and then it would stop and it just, it, it just, it wasn't going anywhere. So it was crushing to me because I had this, these beautiful mm. archetypes, all this passion within myself. And then literally I just surrendered to that. And out of the blue, I was like, oh my gosh, go back to your quiz. So I took, we took the quiz and I reread the archetypes and I was like, oh my gosh, I am a honeybee creator, creator, creator. I have always loved to create from nothing. I, if I'm not creating, I'm like not living. So I went back and I looked at them and in mastery actually did not have the name, but once I started looking at what I do through the lens of honeybee, feminine mastery came to me, literally the name of what it was to be called. And I began doing the summits. I began focusing on connecting a global community of women, creating um, online programs. I mean, everything totally took off with my calling because I went back to my essential nature of who I am and how I meant to express myself. So the essence of what I was doing was still the same, but the way it was coming into the world was different. And and it means um, all the difference in the world for all women who have a calling and and men, if they're listening to, um, to not do it the way everyone else is doing it, but to bring your calling and your passion and your purpose through in the way that you're meant to, the way that resonates with you, the way that flows with you. So, for example, right now, one of the things that's happening is a lot of healers um, on the planet who have been certified and are preparing themselves to come forward in the world um, are sort of approaching things through the dragonfly lens, and a lot of them are hummingbirds. So Mm. the hummingbirds. Tell us more about that. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, so... So the humming, so the dragonfly healer is very much about protocol. Like she has a way that she, you know, goes through her day, accesses um, the divine, working with her clients. It's very protocol driven. It's not, it's very, it's almost, bo- it's boxy in a way, um, but it needs to be. It's like that's where her precision is and her honoring of whatever uh, she's teaching, guiding, you know, the, the protocol she's using to heal. So hummingbirds are are not meant to do it that way. They're meant to be integrators, to be out of the box in the moment healers, um, bring in new, you know, methodologies of, of healing and ways of doing things, evolving things, um, more in vibration with heart and consciousness and um, versus the dragonflies are more of a direct channel to the divine, if you will. So hummingbirds are more in the sort of the trenches, humanity, uh, the collective so the, the dragonfly would work sort of in a pillar 
reaching up to the divine fashion and the hummingbird would move that way, but in all ways as well. I don't know if that makes sense, but. Yeah, um, I think it does. I think it does because yeah. it's, the hummingbird is meant to kind of pollen. Isn't it like more like pollinate? Like doesn't, don't hummingbirds help do that? Like go, I just, I'm, I'm picturing the hummingbird just going from place to place, like spreading things. Well, if you just look at the pattern, well, they, they do have similar to the, the butterfly in that way, but, um, you look at the pattern of flight, their wings are figure eight. They are sort of, you know, come in to your kind of zoom up to you, wake you up. Um, <laughs> they, you know, fly all over the place. They're aerobatic. They're fearless. They're, they're totally different than if you look at the dragonfly. It's, it's like has this ethereal nature, right? And yeah. it's literally like you look into a dragonfly and it'll take you somewhere else. So they show up at, really like those, you know, uh, dark times you were talking about, um, because it's, it's about your soul. It's trying to wake up your soul. So yeah, it's, it's hard to put into words in this such a short conversation, but the important thing is that the quiz can help you identify this way of leading and, or, you know, connection and guidance from me, because sometimes we'll test one way in the quiz, but that's not exactly you know, uh, resonant with how you're supposed to express yourself, or you may not understand what it really means and how you can shift things. And one big thing I want to mention, because um, I think it's what has women kind of launch their calling and their, per- their passion and purpose, and then it doesn't totally take off, is mm-hmm. um, the disconnect <clears throat> between this essence of our soul that's wanting to come through but then the world wanting to put it into, you know, marketing and business and bottom line and numbers and launch. And so there's so, even when I say that, there's like such a disconnect. But what I want everyone that's listening and hearing this to know is that there's a, a wonderful way that you can bring all of that together and you can start to integrate and uh, call on different parts of yourself to master whatever you need and choose to do in business in a way where it feels really natural. It feels really good to you. It feels like another part of you bringing forward your gift. It doesn't feel like a disconnect. Like, okay, for these next two hours, I'm going to do my healing work. I really love that. You know, it's, you know, very juicy. But then when it comes to asking for the money or, you know, setting up my accounting system or reaching out and sharing what I do, then, you know, then I shut down, right? Because that's not part mm-hmm. of my healing work. Do you see what I'm saying? I do. So yeah. I, I hear, I hear that, that a lot. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, so there's a way with feminine mastery to bring all of that together in a unique way so that you don't resist the things that feel foreign to you or feel inauthentic, right? They don't feel like as awesome and juicy as, as your calling does, but they, there's a way that they, they can, or at least feel, um, part of what you're doing and not a total disconnect. So can you, um, on the call today, can you share just some like beginner steps for, for, for that integration? Um, is, is that possible to do? I mean, I know it's big. I know it's like, I know it's more complex than we have time for today, but is there anything you can help those of us listening to get started with? Assuming that, of course, we're gonna, we're gonna find out what our, our superpower is. Like, if mine's hummingbird, okay, but then I know I have all these other parts, like, 
once we know what that is, how do we begin? How can we begin to do the integration piece that you're talking about that is so important for us? Well, I think just to see it as that. I do want to come back mm. to the superpowers because I have some examples that that's the best way that I can describe, you know, that I can get people. Yeah, kind of let's, see, let's people. go there. Let's, let's go yeah, to the so, superpowers. And then I want to throw out just um, before we get into that, I want to put out to everyone who's live on the call today that we are going to take some questions. I think I forgot to say that at the beginning. We are going to take some questions today. So if you're on the webcast, you can submit those in, I think it's the bottom of the screen, the boxes. The box has moved. And um, if you're on the phone, you can raise your hand star two. And everyone's muted right now. So if if we pick your question, we'll unmute you. And um, yeah, so just wanted to put that out there before we got into the superpowers. Thank you. Yes, yes, I want to give, yeah, okay, yay, and I can't wait for that part. So um, I want to give two examples. I actually want to give an example of what you first asked me, which was how do we begin making these things that seem foreign, more integrated, more part of who we are. So I'm going to give you the example of a woman named Joni, who was, um, when she came into my program, she was in her 60s, the real estate broker, had worked her little tail off, for years and years and years and had never uh, raised her income more than about $70,000. And so um, when I met her, we talked about uh, cold calling, which is a big part of being a real estate broker. And so, of course, she did it because of who she is. And so the grind and every day she made the calls and she picked up the phone. And da, da, da. You can feel the energy around that, mm. right? Yeah. And how draining and possibly uh, you'd be fighting against yourself for effectiveness. And so what we did is I just said, so she's a hummingbird. And I said, so what do you love most about your job? Well, I love helping people. I love connecting with them. I love finding them a home. And I'm like, well, what if every cold call was just about connecting with people? That's it. You didn't try this to connect it to pressure to sell or anything like that. But every single time you picked up the phone, it was another opportunity just to connect with somebody. She was like, oh, my God. You know, and it just was this huge breakthrough, and she tripled her income from that. Wow. Just from that, just from that perspective of she's doing – so what I'm hearing is she's doing the same action, mm-hmm. pretty much. She's, cold, she's still cold calling. But now she's in the energy of the hummingbird and really just wanting to connect. That's one of the hummingbird things, this connection I'm I'm hearing. And she just would call to connect, not sell, and that shifted all of it. Everything, yep. So that's the power of it. Yeah, it's so awesome. And so, and then the other example about the superpowers, these everybody has them, but they, just like a baby, they start in one expression, and then as you put attention to it and cultivate it, they grow. So, for example, just going to use my own because it's the one I, I know best. Um, so one of my superpowers was always present. I remember being, you know, 13 and talking to my older sisters. It was like I'd sit at the kitchen table and they'd come to my little office, right? And then they'd be like, good talk. And so it was like, I was like, what just happened? You know, was I the 13 year old or, you know, what was going on there? So <laughs> my superpower even then was to listen and have somebody feel connected. 
right? And I would have the ability to also listen and hear. Intuitive listening is what I call it, to hear beyond the words that are being spoken so that people really feel when they talk to me that I, I guess who they are, and I do get who they are. You know, that's the superpower too. So when I noticed that and started to give it power and value, you know, now it's developed into a superpower where I listen to somebody and I can hear their guidance. We open their channel. I can um, give them insights into their calling, into how they're supposed to express themselves. It's, it's the superpower I use to listen to the divine feminine and receive her messages, the, the archetypes, everything that I've created comes from that ability to listen and hear beyond words. Okay. Mm. So, but when it was first, you know, born or expressed, it was just, oh, people love to talk to me. Okay. So I really want those people on the call, everyone on the call to really hear what I'm saying because we, we bypass our superpowers by thinking they're nothing special. Oh, this is something <laughs> I do. Or, oh, that's no big deal. But when you harness one little essence of who you are and an experience that you give people again and again by being in your presence and you give that power and energy and you know it can be cultivated into something super, a superpower, it's amazing like what comes out of women and what those simple little natural things that we do turn into these superpowers that then absolutely transform our own lives and other people's lives. And change our life because the experience that we have being in our superpowers is so much different than not. I, I love that this is coming up in our discussion again today. It came up yesterday that this is really important, I think, for everyone. I'm just going to put it out there again that the things that we naturally do, like you said, the things that come naturally to us, those are often our superpowers, but we often downplay them. Right. We often downplay them like you don't know how many times I've heard. Yeah, but but everybody doesn't everybody do that or doesn't everybody know that or, <laughs> you know, so it's like we think it's so natural to us. Like, doesn't everyone just do or know that? And it's like, no, no, not so much. Like, that's one of your superpowers. Right. That is one. And for us to claim our superpowers and stop, um, I guess. I don't know if the word is denying them, but but kind of brushing them off, right? Making them seem like they're not that big of a deal. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's huge for so many of us. So many of us, too, were taught not to toot our own horns, right? Especially women. So I think right. this is a really important piece. I, I love I love that, and I just want everyone to hear that. What do you, like, the question is, what do you naturally do? What have you mm-hmm. naturally done almost your whole life, right, that, it's just people come to you for it or people praise you for it. And it's like, oh, like, what's the big deal? Like, maybe you guys need to write those things down right now while we're talking. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think that that would be um, that would be good to do because um, I think it's going to be pretty eye opening, at least for a lot of the people I work with in my community. They're like, well, what is my purpose? They're like racking their head, right, their brain. What, what is it I'm here to do? And, and it's not that complex. Is- Well, yeah, once you get started and you can start to see the application and the expression, you also need the channel. You know, where do I go with this? How do I implement it? How do I create it into something tangible 
that people can buy or receive or follow or, you know, so that, that's the whole mastery piece of, of feminine mastery is that we had, we're, we are embodied inside of us are all these treasures and these superpowers, but it's like we need to channel them. We need to bring them out and create into the world an offering and an expression that people can lead to, which I also want to mention that every person and every woman's presence, her embodiment, her aliveness, her coming to life in the world and as who she is, there's so much, that's a superpower. And you each are superpowers, super, you know, super women that right now are sort of dormant or hiding or not being seen, not being fully embodied, not being fully giving and expressed of who you are. And so, you know, then we say, well, nobody sees me or nobody notices me or look at her. She's like that, but that's not me. But that's not true. Each of us, when we come to life and our fullness and our feminine mastery and who we are, we're embodied in that, that the world notices. Heads turn, mm. phones ring. Um, it's amazing. So that's, I just wanted to mention that, that that is also our presence as a superpower. It's almost like we need to first, um, you know, at the beginning stages, it's almost like we need to discover, right? We need to give our permission, right? To take the time, I think, and it's a big one, like I think you mentioned earlier today, time, right? I, I've got to make time to do it. It's like a lot of us have been carrying, um, caring and carrying other people for so long. It's like giving ourselves permission to say, you know what, now it's, it's, it's my turn and it's my time. And I know there's something in me and I do want to discover what that is so I can put it out to the world. Like, I want to see it first. Obviously, that has to happen. And then I want to put it out into the world to be seen. And in the way that, um, like you're just, like you're describing, not in the, in the way that the world thinks we should put it out, but in the way that we're meant to put it out in the world. Yeah. So, and us, and we putting ourselves out there is being there for other people. <laughs> you know, yes. I think a lot of us forget <laughs> that. <laughs> have you ever? So that would be like a myth of false if we want to just crack open right now on this call. So beautiful, Tanya, of like, forget, like, you're just, you're lying. If you're if you're saying you can't be there for others, if you're going to put yourself first, it's just a lie. You being yeah. you, you putting yourself first, you cultivating those superpowers, you expressing your gifts, you living with passion and purpose, that is what it is to be there for other people. Amen. To be who you are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's, we're going to weave back in that. That belief that I know so many women have that I have to put others first or it's selfish to put myself first. And it's like, no, my gosh, you, you are, you have something you're here to be and do. And yes, being a mother might be part of it or being a wife or being, you know, fill in the blank, but you have to take the time for you and then you'll be able to be there for even more people. Right. Um, whatever that looks like in your world. Right. Every, everyone, it's going to look a little bit different. But, yeah, I think there's a lot of people on the call, a lot of people listening that are still carrying around that old, that old worn out belief that it's selfish or, you know, we, we've got to we've got to put everyone else's desires and passions and, and wants and needs first. 
and we are we are throwing we are throwing that to the curb today everybody we are <laughs> we are we are looking at it and we are saying yes okay it's there that's that's so the old way though that's that's an old outdated belief that we're just um ready to let go of in 2018 um for sure mm-hmm. hmm so I know that you have this awesome gift, and I want to talk about that. But I also want to know if there's any, if there's any like tip or tool that's really coming to mind for you that you want to share with everybody. Um, that something that they can do today, besides the free gift that we're going to talk about, that can really help them get in touch with their passions and purpose, their calling, their superpowers, whatever, you know, whatever you want to call it. All of those good things. Well, I do, and are we going to ask the questions? Ask for questions too. I just I, my my mind is wor- uh, wondering about that. Yeah, let's go ahead and give the tip or tool. Um, let's share that first, and then we'll we'll go check in on any questions. Okay, I just was wondering. Um, let me see. We've covered so much. This has been an amazing exploration, and uh, just love this this time with you, Tanya. So, um, thank you. Me too. Yeah, so I think that um, it's just to embrace, I think what's coming to me is just to embrace wherever you are now Mm -hmm. and know that it's the perfect place to begin. And if that part of you says, I should have done it years ago, or I'm never going to, if I start now, it's too late, or, you know, how will I ever accomplish what I really want, you know, in that period of time, just let all of that part of you go, because that's that's just the disempowered part of your ego, the fear self, putting mm-hmm. hurdles that don't need to be hurdles, obstacles that don't need to be obstacles. Um, you are so powerful beyond time, space, logic. You know, that is the power of your feminine mastery is to fully embrace who you are now and get yourself the right set of tools, the right environment like this environment to be supported and stay committed to being true to yourself, to, to cultivating those superpowers, to living your passion, your purpose, your calling, to, to being who you are. There's no pressure, right? It's, it's an mm-hmm. honor to give that experience to who you are, to your soul, to your extraordinary heart, to your potential. Just, it, it can be a complete joyous journey, an active expression, lightness. Um, so absolutely embrace who you are, where you are, begin now, anything is possible. We are working, we are not working in linear times anymore. That's one of the big, uh, pieces that's been cultivated. And now 2018, I can feel it. It's just that dimensionality, that anytime, any awareness of all of us is, is ever present. So we're not creating linearly anymore. And so anything truly is possible. I think that is so important to remind people right now, because again, I don't know how many times I hear, you know, I'm too old to do that now or to get to start that now. Um, and then I should have started earlier. Um, those are probably the two, one of the, like the two biggest things that I, I hear come out of people's mouths when it, especially when it comes to living their purpose. <laughs> um, 
it's like, no, you have been living your purpose always up to this point, right? You, you've never not been living it. And, right, you're not, there's, not, there's not such a thing anymore as too old to start or do anything. Because as you're saying, the, the whole linear thing is time is kind of, I don't want to say it's gone, but, yeah, it's weak. Things can happen overnight. Things, miracles can happen. Possibilities can just come out of nowhere. It's, it's really a time of magic. Mm-hmm. Yes. I think. Spoken I think like a true hummingbird. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's so funny. That's, that's so funny. You're right. Oh, my gosh. I'm just looking down. I've got my little cheat sheet here of all the, um, of all the archetypes. So um, let me go. Did you have anything to add? I'll go to see what we have in terms of questions. I think I'm good for now. I feel so complete. It's been amazing. We've we've really shared a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, well, we have a comment that I want to share first. Tammy says, thank you so much. I really took a lot from this information. I'm excited to put myself first and discover my amazing superpowers. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, Yay. Absolutely. Yay, Tammy. Woo. Yay, Tammy. I think, gosh, it's so, it's so crazy, right? That putting yourself first. Um, so many of us struggle with that. You know, I had to get over that when I was diagnosed with MS. That was one of my wake up calls that, hello, I've got to put myself first. So we all kind of we all kind of come into that realization <laughs> um, in different ways, and I guess and I guess when we're when we're meant to. Um, let's see here. We've got a few questions. Oh, and those of you on the phone, I'd love to hear some somebody's voice today too um, on the phone. So star two if you're on the phone, um, question, comment, anything at all. Um, I would love to have a phone person today. Don't be shy. Let's see. Yes, we want to hear from you. And this is a safe container um, to share. I always love to put that out there. There's no stupid questions. And yeah, we're all amazing. And everyone wants to hear your, your voice. So here's a question from Carrie. Carrie says, <laughs> she says, I resonate with the chameleon quite a bit. I feel like I am always doing, I feel like I'm motivated um, and masculine, and I also know that I'm way out of balance with the feminine. So do you have any suggestions on balancing yes. that? It was Carrie, correct? Yes. Yes. So Carrie, um, yay, it is awesome to be empowered in your chameleon. Um, we want to embrace that and celebrate it and see it not um, as a not part of your feminine, but it is part of your feminine. It's just the part that you have felt most comfortable with, that you've been successful with. And having a uh, cultivated chameleon is awesome because that ability to be motivated and action taker taken into any calling will will make you successful so we really want to celebrate that part mm-hmm. of you and um the quickest way to 
to come into balance with your feminine, especially you've been over sort of camellia, ing <laughs> using your chameleon, <laughs> um, is, <laughs> is the butterfly, right? It's to drop into that sacral area, some, some actually energetically dropping everyone down into that space right now, but it's the exhale, right? It's the, oh, it's the dropping into your body, like putting your towel on the beach or in a park and laying down and just, oh, God. It's that release, the surrender, the embrace mm-hmm. of the moment, not having everything scheduled, um, letting yourself be spontaneous, um, eating too much, drinking too much. Like, you know, it's like we don't want to get off balance with that, but women that are not, um, balanced or satiated or connected with their butterflies will deprive themselves of joy and pleasure. So giving yourself pleasure, you know, in lots of different ways. And, you know, if you in picturing right now in the moment, like that part of you partnering with the chameleon, right? So in tandem, it's like, all right, you know, I'm, I'm going, I'm doing, I'm being, and, I'm dropping really deeply into my feminine. I'm receiving the joy in this moment. Mm. I am, um, you know, finding pleasure in my success, right? So you start to feel a partnership and an an integration. And the hummingbird or the heart is also a wonderful place to to access more of your your feminine nature. Um, There's no agendas in your heart or your feminine space, right? The, the agendas mm. come in more of our soul. Like our dragonfly can even have an agenda because it's like our soul has, our souls are intense. It's like we've got a like karma. They got a job to do, right? Um, and the chameleon always has an agenda, right? To do, to achieve, to, to be more, to be better. And the honeybee can also be the, that creator. Like I'm sort of a, um, it can be mild, like a mild obsession to want to create <laughs> yep. something to to bring, yeah, <laughs> to bring it into being, right? So, so the the axis and the balance comes from the butterfly and the hummingbird, which in those parts of you, you go in there and it's like, oh my god, like I don't know, the whole world could be <laughs> crashing down. It's like, oh, I just feel so feminine. I feel so alive. My heart is open. I love everyone. Right. So, so that's how I would, uh, look at coming into balance. And as far as finding your true calling and your mentor archetype, you can take the quiz and there's other ways to find out, you know, what you're really meant to lead with. If it's not the chameleon and if it's the chameleon, that's awesome too. Powerful. Yeah. Because I'm sure, because I'm sure everybody listening as you're listening, like I was like, Oh, hummingbird, but I did take the quiz and I really, you know, I'll have to go back and look. I think I am the hummingbird, but you guys may have, you know, picked out one of these like, Oh yeah, like this is me. And like Cindy's saying, yeah, that, that, you know, every part, every, we have all parts, right. All archetypes, but you may be stuck. Like I know in the past I was, I was chameleon. I was stuck in chameleon, like, mm-hmm. yeah, overly stuck in chameleon. And really, when I took that quiz, and I think it was the hummingbird, it was like things really started to shift for me just from that little knowledge and and knowing that I needed to have more um, pleasure and more space 
and more play time and more free time. Um, mm. Yeah, that's just so, yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, just thank you for that, giving that guidance. Hopefully that was helpful for you, Carrie. And um, yes. anybody else who's listening, who's struggling, you know, kind of has the same question. Same question. And um, before I take, there is a caller alive um, from Bozeman, or it says Bozeman, Montana. Who knows if that's, as we talked before, Cindy, ours, ours aren't accurate. Um, our cell phones are not accurate right now. But <laughs> Bozeman, Montana, hold on a minute. I just, this is so interesting. I picked, I actually picked a card for the podcast today, and I was going to read it right at the end, but I'm just feeling so guided right now before we take the next mm. call. Um, I picked the card of Butterfly Maiden today. <laughs> Isn't that funny? Huh? And that's from the Goddess awesome. Guidance Oracle card deck. And, um, yeah, Doreen, Doreen Virtues. And it says, transformation. You are experiencing enormous change right now, which brings great blessings. Hmm. And yes. then um, there's, yes, so there's many meanings of this, but I'm just going to read a tiny part. It says, I'm here to assure you that you're part of nature's cycles of birth, death, and rebirth. To bring in your desired newness, you must first allow old parts of your life to fall away. And these changes are to be celebrated, not feared. Give thanks for the shedding of the old. Be giddy with excitement. <laughs> it's like, yes, yes, yes. And there's this beautiful card. I don't know if you guys have seen these cards, but it's um, all these butterflies and this woman with beautiful wings. And it's just like, oh, I just wanted to share that. Um I yeah, love it. I wanted to share that. <laughs> so... Are you ready for the caller, Cindy? Yes, absolutely. Awesome. All right. Uh, cell phone from Bozeman, Montana. Hello. Hello there, Tanya. It's your friend Chris. Hi. Oh, hey, Chris. Hi, Cindy. <laughs> it is from Hi, Montana. Yeah, it's true. I kind of thought it was you. Well, funny enough, my guidance kind of said, is that Chris from Bozeman, Montana? Hey, sister, how are you? What do you, uh, what do you have to share with us today? Well, I just wanted to thank you guys for all the joy and delight in, in what you were sharing today. And, uh, that was really beautiful, the card that you, the butterfly card that you just talked about. Um, and I was, you mentioned, you both talked about, um, time, Time collapsing or, or our sense, our perspective of time changing. And I was wondering if you could just share a little bit more about that as we're going through these beautiful transitions and letting go of our past. How quickly and magical, magically we can shift. Yeah. So what is, what, what would be your question around that? Would it be like, how do I do that? What's coming up for you around that? A little bit more specific. Um, well, the, like, uh, the energy that was coming out when you were talking about was, it really felt like, yes, this is so happening. I guess, how can we be more aware of it and how can we drop into or embrace that more quickly? Hmm. Yeah, so I think, um, all those words are perfect. So em- embracing that, dropping into it, um, using your powers of creation of uh, like if you find yourself feeling limited or sort of pressured, 
drop back into your body, sort of lean back, drop in, and literally see and feel like dimension, like before you, behind you, every which direction, sort of a spherical field of possibilities and opening up those, I'm feeling in the back of my head right now, opening up sort of all those neuro passageways and our sort of our antennas, <laughs> right? And start to receive guidance, information, um, the possibilities, just embodying that energy of dimension, and then allow yourself to be guided on, you know, what's next, what you're really desiring and wanting to create. Um, you know, the feminine is a, it's a constant ongoing birthing process. It's a, it's a coming into beingness. So it's, 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 you can't even, you can't be linear with that, right? But the power to create something, whether that's, you know, an idea, an intention, an uh, experience in your life, um, like we're talking about bringing forward, um, your gifts in a tangible way so that they can be shared or people or your message embodied in a way where people really hear you or like you received, right? The energy that was being exchanged with Tanya and I, that you have that same power and possibility to hold and embody your genius, your wisdom, and share it and embody it and share it in a way where it it gets transferred. It doesn't have to be forced to be delivered. So does that resonate with you at all or make sense? Oh, yeah. Yes. Thank you very much. Yeah. Mm, wonderful. That's question. an awesome. That's it. an awesome. Yeah, Chris, that's an awesome question because I've, I don't know. It's interesting. It's like I, even though I know that there is no, like I, I know it and I feel it, I often forget, right? That, that time doesn't, that it doesn't have to be linear anymore. Like my brain is just automatically wired for that, right? Like a lot of ours are. Um, so as Cindy was talking, like, and sharing things, to do, I saw too, because I know a little bit about you, Chris. <laughs> I saw, um, I, like, I saw you, like, in the morning when you're doing your, your love meditation and you're sending love to the world, like, like, also, like, stepping into that, like Cindy was talking about, like, that, like, that non-dimension, like, all the dimensions, like, I just saw you, like, mm-hmm. visualizing and taking yourself there, um, like in the morning, first thing, and maybe for everybody, you know, not just you, but for everyone, I'm I'm going to start doing that as as a reminder, first thing in the morning, maybe even before I get out of bed, right? Taking, visualizing myself in that place um, that that Cindy described, and and uh, reminding all parts of me, right, that we're not playing in that realm anymore. Uh, before my brain kind of takes over and starts doing all the other stuff. <laughs> I love that. That's awesome. Perfect. Anything yeah, else to add, Miss Chris? No, yeah, thank you very much. Yeah, that's really beautiful. Awesome, mm-hmm. sister. Thank thanks you, for being Chris. here and thanks for asking the question. Yes, thanks, mm-hmm. Cindy. Thanks, Tanya. Thank okay, love you. Bye. Love you too. <laughs> so fun. So fun when my friends all over are coming to come into play with us today. So um <laughs> Awesome. I see that we are, I see that we are at our time. And so, Cindy, would you tell us a little bit about your free gift, the Feminine Mastery Archetype Activation Kit? 
Yeah, so what I've put together for everybody is a, a sort of a, I think it has three, three or more parts, but um, it's everything you need to at least get started with feminine mastery and activating all those power centers we talked about within you, um, getting your energy flowing, coming into balance, but also to start awakening your, your unique calling, your unique purpose. And so there is the quiz. There is a, um, a couple of my feminine mastery practices. One actually takes you through an activation of each of the power centers. We mentioned them today using the archetype. And the other is a, a presence um, practice. So working with that butterfly and really allowing yourself to be more present and more activated in your body. So those are the, that's, that's the mm. kit. I, I know that when I first took the quiz, I was very excited to find out what my, <laughs> what my, what my superpower was. So, um, so you guys, I highly recommend you take this fun and informative gift and the way that you can receive that from Cindy is if you are on the webcast, there is a button on the bottom of the screen that says feminine mastery archetype kit, something, something to that effect. You can't miss it. It's a big button on the bottom of the screen. And if you are listening on the phone, um, what you can do is go to tanyapenny.com and click on podcast on the top of the screen. And that'll take you to a page where the replay of this interview will be. And uh, the link to Cindy's gift is there as well. Um, it'll be right in her little box right under the interview. Um, for those of you who are listening later um, on iTunes or Podbean, you can receive Cindy's free gift as well as my free gift, the Vibrant Body and Abundant Life Starter Kit, by, again, coming to tanyapenny.com and clicking on podcast on the top of the page. And it'll take you to all the amazing interviews, gifts, and other special offers from our experts. So that is the way you can receive all of this goodness. And it's so much fun. And I can't wait to go find what my, I think it was Hummingbird, but I want to go back and find it and reread it. Because <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. It was kind well, of fun for me. I oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Cindy. Well, I was going to say there, I knew there was a third thing in the kit. And the third thing is a PDF copy of my book. And my book is also on Amazon and, and it's newly on Kindle as well. But you receive a PDF version of it with oh, the cool. activation kit. So you can take the quiz and then go in there and find your archetype and read all about it. So, so yeah, absolutely. Everyone can have their own little cheat sheet like you were mentioning, Tanya. Awesome. I'm going to go sign up again then and um, <laughs> so I can get, get the copy of the book. That's awesome. Thank you so much, Cindy. Um, thank you for your, your wisdom, your beautiful energy and for your free gifts and just, just everything else. Just thank you so much for being here today. This has really been a lot of fun. Mm, thank you, Tanya. It was a perfect way for me to begin my year, to take a step forward to sharing my passion and living my purpose. So it couldn't have been more perfect. And I just absolutely adore you and, and appreciate you and uh, wishing you all the best in 2018 and looking forward to the next time we can connect. And, and thank you everybody for being with us. And I've thoroughly enjoyed it. And uh, 
go for it. Embrace this moment. This is the year. All the stars and planets are aligned. Here is time to shine. <laughs> it's for everyone, right? For everybody. Absolutely. Not just, for everybody. Not just the special few. We're all special, and we're all here to shine, and this is the year to do that. Absolutely. Yay. Yay us. So, um, yeah, so thanks. Thank you, everybody, again, for joining us today on Vibra Body and Abundant Life. And please make sure that, if you can, to join us live again tomorrow with John Burgos from Beyond the Ordinary Show. He is amazing as well. And, um, yeah, and every month I'm going to be having three new interviews. Uh, live interviews so you guys get to ask questions. That is the new exciting thing for me this year in our podcast. And um, I guess I just want to end with saying, remember progress, not perfection. I think that um, that perfection can really hold us back from living our passions and purpose, from shining our light, from sharing our gifts. So, um, yeah, like let the perfectionists just kind of take the back seat. We need it once in a while to get things done and to get things done well, but um, <laughs> but don't let it take over and be the driver. So um, that's what I just want to add today. So thanks, everybody. Thank you, Cindy, and wishing everybody a just magical 2018. Thanks for listening to Vibrant Body and Abundant Life with Tanya Penny. If you like what you heard, the best compliment you can give us is to share this podcast with a friend. And be sure to leave us a favorable review at iTunes. And remember to visit TanyaPenny.com to receive all of your favorite free expert gifts, including Tanya's virtual workshop, The Vibrant Body and Abundant Life Blueprint.